48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Kenny Hodgart. Tonight's headlines. The government has announced tougher testing requirements for care home staff and visitors in response to rising infections. Ocean Park's giant panda, An An, has been put down. A gift to Hong Kong from the central government in 1999, An An was 35 years old, which is around 105 in human terms. And in the last hour, the White House has revealed that President Joe Biden tested positive for COVID-19 today and is experiencing very mild symptoms. The government has announced tougher testing requirements for care home staff and visitors. From August 1st, people will have to take a PCR test and provide a negative result within 48 hours of a visit. And from Wednesday, staff will have to undergo PCR testing every seven days, compared with 14 days at the moment. From August the 28th, visitors will also have to comply with the government's vaccine pass requirements. At a daily briefing, Dr Chang Shuk Wan of the Centre for Health Protection cited rising transmission in the community and infections at care homes. With the increasing number of cases in the community, there are a lot of community transmission. So we also observed uh, uh, more cases in the uh, residential care homes. So we are afraid that the care homes, they are um, populated with um, frail elderly and they may be suffering from more severe cases or even death. That's why um, we think that um, Increasing frequency of testing among the staff is a good move. For the first time in more than three months, the number of new COVID-19 cases in Hong Kong topped 4,000 today. The CHP reported 4,375 cases, 299 of them imported, and there were three more COVID-related deaths. Health Secretary Lo Chung Mao says the government and its expert advisers will disseminate information about COVID-19 in a systemic and consolidated manner. He says that's aimed at preventing any confusion about the city's coronavirus strategy. Wendy Wong has more. At electrical panel meeting, New People's Party chairwoman Regina Ip brought up a recent suggestion from four prominent experts for Hong Kong to move towards hybrid immunity, where vaccination combines with natural infection to boost overall immunity. The experts, including two who sit on the government's COVID advisory panel, also said social distancing measures should be relaxed gradually to allow the overall immunity of the community to be boosted by natural infection. In response, Health Minister Lo Chong Mao said before appointing the experts, the government had told them that Hong Kong should not solely follow theories and strategies used in other places when tackling the pandemic, but also consider its own unique situation, such as its population, demographics, vaccination rate and the capacity of its health system. Dr. Lo spoke of the need to prevent the public from getting mixed messages. Our focus should be on a more systemic approach on informing the public, following comprehensive internal discussions with the expert committee. Our committee will hold its first meeting very soon, and we will then present a unified position to hopefully prevent the public from getting mixed messages from different sources. The six-member panel is tasked with advising the government on areas such as public health, epidemiology and clinical experience and boosting anti-epidemic efforts on a scientific basis. In the last hour, the White House has revealed that President Joe Biden tested positive for COVID-19 today and is experiencing very mild symptoms. 
A spokeswoman said the president would continue to work whilst isolating at the White House. She said the president has begun a course of the antiviral treatment Paxlovid and that he was fully vaccinated and twice boosted. Ocean Park's giant panda, An An, has been put down. An An, who was sent by the central government to, to Hong Kong as a gift in 1999, has been unwell for more than two weeks. He was 35 years old, which is around 105 in human terms. This secondary school student was sad to hear of the giant panda's passing. I visited An An when I was little, I'm pretty sure, because I used to go to Ocean Park a lot. And even though I don't really remember An An, it's a bit of a shock to me that the panda in this exhibit has passed away. And I wish that the panda is in a good place now. And now the weather remaining fine. The minimum temperature will be around 29 degrees. Very hot during the day tomorrow with a maximum of about 35 in the urban areas and a couple of degrees higher in the new territories. Light to moderate southerly winds. The current temperature is 30 degrees Celsius with humidity of 72%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. Chief Executive John Lee will deliver his first policy address on October the 19th. He'll then attend a question and answer session at LegCo the next day and lawmakers will hold a debate on the policy address between November the 16th and the 18th. Hong Kong's inflation rate rose 1.8% last month year-on-year, year, a slight increase from the 1.2% recorded in May. The Census and Statistics Department said inflation was most pronounced in terms of energy costs, which were 14.1% higher, clothing was 5.5% pricier and basic food 4.8% more costly. The department said overall inflation was likely to remain moderate in the near term as domestic cost pressures stay mild. The government is stepping up efforts to protect people working outdoors in hot weather. The Labour Minister says officials are working to update guidelines to prevent heat stroke among workers. Damon Pang has more. Chris Sun says the government is studying whether to add the observatory's heat index as one of the reference factors. The Secretary for Labour and Welfare called it a scientific and objective indicator of the actual weather situation. As we all know, for heat stroke, besides the temperature, it's also about humidity, whether the worker is under direct sunlight, work intensity, and whether the worker's clothing is permeable. Mr Sun says officials will update the guidelines as soon as possible so that employers and workers can better iron out arrangements such as water breaks and work intervals. Asked whether employers must follow the guidelines, the minister said bosses are legally responsible for ensuring workers don't suffer from heat stroke. A World Wildlife Fund study shows that Chinese white dolphins have been more active in South Lantau waters thanks to reduced sea traffic during the pandemic. The group says 60% more dolphins have been out foraging since high-speed ferries were suspended in the area. Doris Wu, the group's cetacean, co cetacean conservation project manager, says the government should put in place marine traffic mitigation measures. We strongly encourage the government to set up core and buffer areas covering key dolphin habitats. We're providing a less disturbed ecological channel for the buffer areas for dolphins to swim between these core areas. The leaders of China and the US could hold talks later this month. 
U.S. President Joe Biden says he expects to speak with President Xi Jinping sometime in the next 10 days. If confirmed, it would be their first discussion in four months. Mr. Biden also sidestepped a reporter's question about what he might have to say to President Xi about tariffs on Chinese goods imposed by his predecessor, Donald Trump. I think I'll be talking to President Xi within the next 10 days. And when you, you said you're going to speak to President Xi in the next 10 days? I didn't say that. I said I expect to. You expect to. What would you tell him about tariffs? I'll tell him to have a good day. No. <laughs> China's cybersecurity regulator has slapped a fine of more than 80 billion won on DD Global after a year-long probe found the ride-hailing giant had violated laws, including ones on data security. Priscilla Ung reports. The Cyberspace Administration of China's investigation found that DD had illegally collected pieces of user information for seven years, starting from June 2015. It also found the firm carried out data processing activities that seriously affected national security. In a statement, the administration said DD's violations of laws and regulations should be severely punished. The 8.026 billion yuan fine amounts to more than 4% of DD's total revenue last year. The company's founder and chief executive Chen Wei and President Jin Liu were also fined 1 million yuan each. In a statement on social media, Didi said they sincerely accept the decision and will resolutely obey it. It also sincerely thanked authorities for their inspection and guidance, promising they will strengthen the construction of network security and data security. The Kremlin has dismissed speculation about President Putin's health, describing it as nothing but fakes. Observers have drawn attention to his hand tremor and unhealthy complexion and reports that he travelled with cancer doctors. In a telephone call with journalists, his spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, said Mr Putin had no health concerns. Everything is fine with his health. You know that Ukrainian information specialists, so-called, and American and British ones, have been throwing out various fake stories about the state of the president's health in recent months. These are nothing but fakes, as we've said. Residents of Ukraine's second biggest city, Kharkiv, have been urged to remain in shelters as a deadly Russian bombardment continues. Local officials said two people were killed and 17 hurt during the latest attack. The mayor said densely populated residential areas had been hit. Russia has restarted supplying gas to Europe through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline, but at the same reduced level as before it was closed for repairs 10 days ago. Mikhail Bloss, an MEP for the German Greens, said relying on Russian oil was a mistake. Gas has a lot of power over Europe's future and Putin uses this uh, in this war and he's trying to blackmail us and he's trying to um, saw division on the continent and um, the social um, crisis that we are heading to is really serious. There's millions of people who might not be able to pay for their gas bills. These were mistakes from the past, getting 50% um, from our gas um, only from one source, from Putin, and we have to diversify and we have to do this fast. Italy's Prime Minister Mario Draghi has resigned. He had lost the support of three coalition partners in government and today formally told President Sergio Mattarella of his decision. He's asked Mr Draghi to stay on as caretaker leader until elections are held. The BBC's Mark Lowen reports from Rome. 
Mario Draghi was seen as the Italian superstar, a colossus of Europe, credited with saving the Eurozone when he was president of its central bank, and the only figure who could unite Italy's notoriously warring political factions. He was brought in last year to lead Italy through massive post-pandemic reforms. But even he was defeated by its political volatility, with three coalition parties rejecting his call to work together, boycotting a confidence vote. Polls suggest snap elections that look likely could usher in a far-right prime minister. The European Central Bank has raised its interest rates for the first time in 11 years amid a worsening economic outlook. The hike of half a percentage point was higher than had been expected. The ECB head, Christine Lagarde, said the rates could be raised further. Inflation continues to be undesirably high and is expected to remain above our target for some time. The Governing Council has today decided to raise the key ECB interest rates and approved the transmission protection instrument. At our upcoming meetings, further normalization of interest rates will be appropriate. To sport and Hong Kong have won a second medal at the World Fencing Championships in Cairo. Chung Ka Long took bronze in the men's individual foil to give the SAR its best ever result in the event. The world number one faced Tommaso Marini in the semi-finals and it finished 15-12 for the third-ranked Italian who went on to win silver. The, French en- the Frenchman Enzo Lefort took gold. Hong Kong have two bronzes at this year's World Championships so far after Vivian Kong earlier reached the podium in the women's EPA. China's Feng Bin has thrown a personal best of 69.12 metres to win a gold medal in women's discus at the World Athletics Championships in Eugene, Oregon. Two-time Olympic champion Sandra Perkovic of Croatia was second, while the gold medalist at last year's Tokyo Games, American Valerie Allman, took bronze. An elated Feng says she wanted to be the next woman to throw past 70 metres. I am extremely happy as this is my first medal in the world-level competitions. I will be working harder on the basis of this victory. I am very pleased and honoured with the win. I will start from this and try to make another breakthrough on my result. My next goal is to be the next athlete to throw past 70 metres. To football, at the Women's European Championship, England have advanced to the semi-finals where they will face Belgium or Sweden. The the hosts came from behind to beat Spain 2-1 in the quarter-final. Georgia Stanway's long-range winner settled it six minutes into extra time. England skipper Leah Williamson praised her side's never-say-die spirit. We weren't going home today and I think you just saw that fight. So, yeah, uh, a convincing win is good, but a comeback like that for a team, you know, it does a lot for confidence and, and the emotion that we just finished that game with is unbelievable, yeah. A reminder of our top stories tonight, the government has announced tougher testing requirements for care home staff and visitors. Ocean Park's giant panda, An An, has been put down, a gift to Hong Kong from the central government in 1999. An An was 35 years old. And in the last hour, the White House has revealed that President Joe Biden tested positive for COVID-19 today and is experiencing very mild symptoms. The news from RTHK. King, entertaining Hong Kong since 1985. I'm alive, and the world shines for me. 
especially for Rolando, who was good enough to get in touch. He says, I feel alive tonight, peep. If you don't mind playing that song, it would really match my mood. Thanks for tuning into our second hour.